All right, we're a couple of weeks away from another Triple Crown try. Justify with the win over a sloppy track, which he saw again, an awful track. I mean, the fog was just dreadful, as a matter of fact. But uh, here he is again. Uh, he did it a couple of years ago with American Pharaoh. Now he'll try and do it with Justify. The legendary Bob Baffert joins us now. Bob, welcome to the program. How are you? I don't know about legendary, but... Uh, and with all these the, wins, Bob, <laughs> you've, you've reached legendary status. You and Wayne both. I mean, Wayne almost beat you. He's he's legendary, and it's amazing he's still going at that age. Huh? It's he, Remarkable. I've known him a long, long time, and he really is ageless. You know that? I mean, he looks pretty good for his age. You know what? He gets he, he rides his horse every day for four hours, and he you know gets on him and rides him, and I think that's really keeps him... Um, I might have to start doing that myself. That's not a bad uh, idea. I agree with you. He's up there at Saratoga early in the morning. I mean, he's on that horse. You're right. He's up early. Tells me he gets up at 3.30. You know, he's he stays young. He's at the track all day. I give him credit. And uh, it made for a good show. Were you surprised uh, at the good magic, magic strategy? Did it surprise you? Well, I wasn't sure. I, I knew they, you know, I was listening. The uh, I know the rider was talking about, you know, he's going to stay close to us. But you know what? My, I don't blame them for for doing that because they were he was riding to win. They were they were they were you know they were trying to win and um, and if they would you know they didn't go in there to run second, so they sure didn't want me out there going you know at his own little pace. And especially the track was playing you know it was wet, so you, you know, it was playing for uh, for speed. And you know the race before I ran that axe man yep. in there, he got the easy lead, and I was just hoping. I just told Mike Smith, "Hey, can you give me the axe man ride? I think we'll, <laughs> we'll be in great shape." So, uh, but I knew that wasn't going to happen. So, uh, you know, he's a he's really you know he's a he's a quality horse, quality. So he went after us, but where it got, <clears throat> I think where where it got sort of uh, dicey is down the backside. The right he kept pushing. Mike was fine to just sit off that horse because my horse. He's not one-dimensional. He's actually better off if he can sit off a speed horse because when he makes a lead, he sort of gawks around a little bit. He's a little green, and uh, and I didn't even know this till afterwards. But he was he was jumping some tracks all the way around there, and somebody got a great picture. He looks like he's like you know six feet off the ground. Yep. And so he's. Um, but what happened down the backside there when he was staying off of them, that rider kept pushing him out on good magic, kept taking him wide, so he wanted to make sure he had him like about eight or nine wide coming into that far turn. And when Mike saw what was what he was doing, he didn't want to lose that momentum. So he basically he had to ask him um earlier. Then he wanted to. Move. to. So yeah. yeah, so they made a they made a half mile move. About the four and a half he said we just start it turned into our own little private match race. And then when he turned for home, then when he finally was able to shake him loose and he he got the lead there and he was sort of like you know to me i was like everybody else i'm i couldn't see anything and when they turned for home i was hoping man i hope he's on the lead when he comes out of the fog and he was and then um but then at the end there all those horses were coming and he you know he held on and i my first thought was well we won the race but you know, triple crown. I don't know. I wonder if this horse is finally, you know, all this racing is catching up and maybe is, you know, we've, you know, we've got to the bottom of this horse. And, um, so when I, when I, when I met Mike Smith, I said, man, Mike, he's, 
is that all we got? He says, oh, no. He said, he was telling me about what the rider did. Cause, you know, you couldn't see anything in the fog. So it made me feel much better. He said, he said Bob, I was, I was coasting. I said, I didn't know it was that close, but I was coasting. And when they came to me, then he took off again, you know. So I, I felt better. But he did, you know, he, he got, it was a hard race. He was blowing pretty well, but he recovered quickly. And, um, and actually, the next day, he just really looked great. And he's really come out of the race really in, in really well so i'm 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 feeling at this stage right here you know like today i'm feeling you know that you know he's 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 we're in good shape but how do you decide i'm sure every horse is a little different with his idiosyncrasies and everything else we're talking about bob baffert of course the trainer of justify will come and try and win another triple crown which he won just two a couple of years ago with american pharaoh how will you decide, or or will you go to school on what you did with American Pharaoh? How you will train him up to the Belmont, as far as uh, you know, what you will do with him? Will you do the same thing you did with the the last one, or is everyone going to be different? Yeah, they're different. You know, I've, I've been fortunate. I just train him to where they um, how they how they recover. I think this horse is he's a he's a he's a bigger, heavier horse than American Pharaoh. He, uh, he's, a, uh, you know, he holds his flesh really, really well. And American Pharaoh, he was, you know, he weighed about like 1170. This guy weighs 1270. Wow. You know, okay. and he's just a big, strong horse. So, uh, but, you know, Pharaoh, he was, a he was a great workhorse. I mean, if you worked him by himself, I mean, he was really, you know, that, that's one thing I missed about him. He's watching him breathe. He's just unbelievable you know I, I could tell his last week before the for the belmont i just just knew he was just doing great so i'll probably just you know i won't do a lot with him but he'll have maybe one or two breezes before the belmont there in uh, kentucky but um i just we go day by day with you know just energy it's all about the energy level and how he's doing and but um you know, I just I just talked to my assistant Jimmy Barnes. He sent me a video of him. He just he looks great. I mean, so you can tell, tell already that everything you, you're seeing enough life, and you, you're seeing him be enough full of energy. He's not wrung out after the race. So you're to a point already where you feel very confident yeah. about him and the Belmont, right? He's he's recovered much quicker than American Pharaoh. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. And so, so and, and after the Derby, he came out. He had the stone. I mean, he had the foot bruise. Right. And I was dealing with that, so I really couldn't do much. But that, you know, that got behind us. But, but he really, I think this, he needed a tough race, which he really hadn't gotten a tough race. This was his tough race, and he actually, this will move him forward. I really think it will move him forward. And so, you know, I'm, you know, if you're thinking about buying a ticket, I think it's safe to say you go for it today. <laughs> We're talking with Bob Baffert, who trains Justify, and who has just made the Triple Crown his own showcase in recent years. When you had American Pharaoh, you told me that the first time you saw him on the farm, you knew you had something special. When did you know with Justify that you had something special? Uh, the first time we worked him, uh, he, he came in here with high regards. When I worked him here at Santa Anita, when I started getting serious with him, man, he was just, we could see it right away. So I thought, well, maybe... But we weren't thinking Derby, Mike. We were just thinking, well, we'll we'll run him in a maiden race and get a, a handle on him. And so when he won his maiden race, I thought there's a there's a mile race in in 21 days, and if he runs there, I told Elliot Walden, who's the who yeah. runs the the manager of uh, 
Winstar, who, by the way, cost me a triple crown with Victory Gallon. Yep, remember it well. So, uh, yeah, so we're, um, I said, you know what? I said, Elliot, I think um, if, we, if, if, he, if he wins and we run him back there, then maybe we can have one shot, maybe the Arkansas Derby, throw him, you know, we can throw him in the deep end, see how he handles that. So he won that in the, 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 he won the allowance race pretty handily. And then I had McKenzie for the San Diego Derby, but then McKenzie got injured. So we thought, well, I'm going to just keep him home now. And I, don't, I don't want to ship him. And I think that was the key, because I think if I would have shipped him to Arkansas, it might have been a little harder on him than to ship to Kentucky, than to ship to, to Preakness. You know, that can be hard on him, because American Pharaoh, he shipped a lot. He shipped to the Arkansas twice, then to Kentucky, then to Pimlico, and back, and then it was a little bit tougher on him, but this horse is, even though he's run five races right in a row, he, you, if you look at him, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know it. No, he's big and he, strong. He really is. He holds his flesh. He's, Le, yeah. he's LeBron. He's LeBron. He is. LeBron. That's just, a good one. He's a beast. You he know? is. He's a, he's an impressive cult. We're talking yeah. about Bob Baffett. Um, with this horse, the, you know, with, with American Pharaoh, when you went into the Derby, night before the Derby, were you more confident with American Pharaoh, more confident with Justify? And for the Derby? Yeah, for the Derby. For the... Before the Derby. When you're sitting there getting ready for the Derby, were you more, which horse were you more confident was going to give you a big, a big show in Louisville? I was confident with both of them, but I was more worried about racing luck. I, I you know, I knew we, were, we had the horse, we had the best horse, but I, I, I was, I get nervous because, you know, you want, the break is so important in the Derby. You know, once he got out of the gate, then I, I felt great. And once American Pharaoh got out of the gate, I said, well, all right, if you're that good, let's, let's see what you got. And, and so, um, I was confident about it, but I'm not one to really, you know, I, I'm not one to really tout my horse or, you know, my, my wife will ask me, how are we doing? I said, we're, we're good. We're good. We're golden. <laughs> you know? And so I was more relaxed and probably more confident at Pimlico. I, I knew that, uh, you know, we could win it, but I, but I didn't know, you know, I knew one of them, was, somebody was going to try us early. You know, I, I, I wasn't sure if it was going to be good magic or somebody else, but, uh, and after that race, um, you know, and then after seeing the way he, he cooled out and the way he bounced back out of that race, you know, it just makes you feel, I, I feel good about, you know, moving forward, but he's still, you know, we have three weeks and, you know, a lot can happen in three weeks. Well, that but, race, now that race would, from your standpoint, will that race set him up better for the Belmont in your mind than it would have if he had routed the field? Yeah, I think so. I, I really, I think it's the because he recovered. You know, the, it, it's all about recovery. And he was when I, when he came to us there in the in the winter circle. He was in the Derby. He wasn't really he wasn't really blowing that hard because the track was really fast that day. You know, they ran fast, but it was. It was a pretty, it was a wet, it was pretty hard and, and, and sloppy. For Pimlico, it started drying out. It was really fast. If it would have kept raining, it would have been probably easier for him. But it started drying out, so it was getting a little bit sticky and slippery. And they were, had to work through a little bit more. And, and, and he was, I could tell he was blowing. And I could tell he was, he, he got, it was, it was the hardest race yet. And, but then, Within the group, the groom was when they were calling him out. He said within ten minutes he was like he was fine, you know. So that tells you a lot about the the, the horse and the way he's you know his 
his whole the way. It's, it's all about genetics, but he he recovered really quickly. Is he he's caught three off tracks in five races? Is he does he move up on off track, or would he be just as good or better on a, on a fast track? He just is good. Um, <laughs> it doesn't make any just, difference, right? It doesn't, it make, doesn't it make you know gotcha. those really good ones. They just they, they run on anything, track, right? Yeah, yeah. The, no question. I mean, that's what I would expect, and he's handled it very well. We're talking about Justify, who will come here, obviously, uh, as a heavy favorite to win uh, another Triple Crown. You know, last time when you won it, uh, you got very emotional. It's, uh, it was very special. How about this time, living it again? Now you came so close, had your heart broken uh, with real quiet, and I was there. It was one of the great races and most exciting races, not for you, but for everybody uh, to watch. You've been so close, and then you did it. Uh, that day you were very emotional. How about now coming back and having a chance to do it again this quickly? Well, you know what? It's funny you ask that because I thought after I finally won it, I thought, man, it, I'd like to come back and do it again. I think I'll have a better time. I'll enjoy it more now that I've won it. And I think now I will probably take it in a little bit more because before I was just, you know, you just you want to get it done. You're thinking, you know, it's so hard, and yet something always goes wrong. You know, it's something will some horse will come get you or, you know, you don't get the right trip or whatever. But I think it's going to be, you know, it's still be a lot of – it's still – pressure right but now that we've already won it i feel like you know i think i'm gonna maybe enjoy a little bit more because i remember you know i was i just stayed you know just you know i didn't do too much i just like we're you know worrying about it but then when they turned for home i thought wow man i maybe should have hit some of those parties or done a little bit more and <laughs> been more relaxed i can't believe i was so worried about this look at this horse you know but it's like, um, you know, you just, you know, you just, you know, we still, it's it's very important, you know, that this, this horse, you know, I, I have to have him ready. And, a lot of pressure. You know, you're, a lot of pressure. You don't want to leave any stone unturned, right? I mean, it's yeah, a lot, lot of things you got to check off on your list. And it's a lot of pressure for the, for, for, for Mike Smith, the jockey, right. I, I, all these jockeys, you know, cause you've seen, we've seen those great golfers every week. We see them, they miss, they miss a two foot putt. Yep. You know, how could he have missed that? You know, a lot so, of pressure. Absolutely, a lot yeah. of pressure. So it's, it's but it's going to be it's, it's fun, but it's it's stressful, but it's like it's worth it. What is uh, the what's justifies personality around the barn? Is he a quiet horse? Is he kind of a playful horse? What kind of horse is he? Eh, he's sort of. He's not a real. He, you 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 can walk up to him. He'll give you about four seconds of touching him, then he'll try to bite your head off. <laughs> <laughs> He just—he's not like American. He likes American to be left alone. He likes to be left alone, huh? He's tough. He's just a tough dude. He's just like a big. Guy. We had Bill Belichick. He was in the. Uh, he was hanging with us there, and he came. He was with one of the ownership groups, right? And uh, and he was in the winter circle with us. And we were right before the race. I said, "Well, Bill, I said, what what position would he play? You think he was?" He said, "He'd definitely be defense." <laughs> Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor. He would it. run right through there. He'd run right. He'd yeah. knock everybody. Yeah, he yeah. is a big. He is a big horse. He's a tough looking horse. He really. His yeah. size of him is immense. He really is impressive. There's no question. We're talking with Bob Baffert. Yes, the trainer of Justify. You know, you said that. Interesting. This horse. Now, games changed immensely, uh, as we all know. Uh, you know, it's the, the game is not one owner anymore. That's a million syndicates. How about having a horse like this, where you have so many big 
syndicates, so many big groups, ownership groups. Does that make it tough for you to juggle all this stuff as far as how many times you got to go through what you're doing and when you're doing it, or do they just all leave you alone? No, they leave me alone. They all go through uh, Elliot Walden. He's in charge of all of them. Okay. And so I just deal with Elliot, and um, and some of the other they'll check in, like a little text, you know, how we doing, whatever. But it's pretty, you know. I he he Elliot is being a trainer, you know, he understands, and he just you just you know you focus on the horse, you know. Um, the winter circles have been pretty uh, interesting. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who's who. I cast the I thousands. Think, and we're picking up. I think I, I, I always ask everybody, those people with you, I, I don't know who they are. I say, okay, well, you know, we get a lot of people, but uh, but it, it's still a lot of fun, but it, it, it is a pretty large group. Now, you get, now you and the horse uh, are the center of attention the next couple of weeks. Everyone knows you with your big shock of white hair, and they're used to seeing you running down to the winter circle and smiling in the winter circle. Is there anything in New York that you haven't done yet that you want to do? Is there anything you haven't checked off here yet or been or any place you thing you want to do this trip around that you haven't done in New York yet? Or have you already done everything? Mm, I don't know. I'm not, I don't do much, you know, when I, um, I get there. We, we, last time we were there, we've hit some museums. We did everything. I've never been to the Statue of Liberty yet, but Bodie, my wife, they went, um, but I don't know. I just really, I think when I get there, I've just, I'm totally focused on the, um, on the race itself. And, and I like, I like, I love to go shopping. I know that it's, it's a, I, I, I love of places to do that. That's for sure. You got plenty of places in the city to do that. Just hit Fifth Avenue. You got plenty. You know, you can be there all day. You know, and no one will bother you on the street because they don't care. You know, they, they, they just, don't care. No, they, they don't, don't care. I walk they don't there. Care. Once in a while, I'll get the old. Aren't you the horse guy? <laughs> I get that once in a while. Well, listen. Congratulations. Uh, we'll talk to you when you come to New York. It's uh, you know what you're amazing. How can you ever surprise yourself with how many of these races you win and how many of these great I, it, horses you, you know do? what? It's it's it, you know it's some. Just something I don't even think about, but then everybody will tell me, what do you think? I never even thought of this. To me, I was following Wayne Lucas over here, and Wayne was like, he was the man, and he had all these. I remember when he had 12, I go, man, 12, you imagine that? That's sick, you know? And now to to, to equal him at 14, and, and, um, and he said he would have had, more if I hadn't come around, but he should have 16, <laughs> so he blames me for it. Well, you know, well, you've both done a great job, and uh, congratulations. Good luck the rest of the way. We'll chat with you when we see you out at Belmont, but uh, again, congratulations. It's a big deal when we get a Triple Crown horse, and uh, you keep providing excitement, so thanks very much, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks again for coming on. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Thank you, Bob. All right. Bob Baffert, the trainer of uh, Justify, as he said, LeBron James, or a linebacker. This is a big horse. Much bigger, as you heard him say, powerful horse than uh, than American Pharaoh. And he thought early on, you know, he did say before the Derby, now he doesn't usually, as he said, tout his horses. He did say he thought that this horse was better than American Pharaoh, which had everybody kind of scratching their head. But so far, he's done the job. He still has to complete the Triple Crown, which is never easy. You never take it for granted. We've seen too many times where it doesn't get completed. We've seen one. Now, remember, go back in the 70s. Secretariat won at 73. Seattle Slough won it in 77. Affirmed won it in 78. Spectacular Bid should have won it a couple years later, but he didn't. Uh, he was a great horse. There was a lot of things. Jockey stepping on a pin, the whole thing. And then we went through a very long drought, and Bob had his chances. 
especially with Real Quiet. But uh, finally got it done with American Pharaoh, and now he's right back with Justify, who will be the heavy favorite to do it in a couple of weeks. But it makes the Belmont, here's what it is. Belmont's a okay race, or it's a major event. When there's a triple crown horse, it's a major event. Back after this. 